Welcome to Telling the Tale. I'm your host, Mitchell Farley Wolf, and I'm joined, as per usual, by the lovely and enchanting co host of this very show, Dustin Cornelius Jackson. Oh, I'm a brick house. Wow. Hey, Dustin. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hello, Mitchell. What brings you here? Uh, just a little thing called The Walking Dead A New Frontier, Episode 2, Ties That Bind, Part 2, released on December 20th, 2016, directed by Rebecca Gaminarkovich, designed by Jean-Francois Guastaya, uh, Andrew Baker, Molly Maloney, Michael McCormick, and Chris Schroyer, or Schreier, perhaps, uh, written by Brad Kane, Nick Brecken, Michael Chong, Adam Esquinazi Douglas, Laura Huckmin, Dan Martin, Evan Skolnick and Timothy Williams. Is wow, the, that's the game we played. There's a lot of twos in that. There's two twos in that title. I guess we're in our terrible twos, one might say. Yeah, it's a it, it's an interesting title because sometimes it's called the tie, uh, the ties that bind, and other times the the at the front is gone, and it's just ties that bind. I like that. It can just be whatever it wants. Yeah, it's a flexible, uh, like, maternity <laughs> clothing of a title. Yeah, we can just take it easy, play, play it a little loosey-goosey here. Yeah, uh, before we talk about the episode in general, Dustin, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm just, I'm just doing so dandy. You know what? We had, me and my roommates had some Kit Kats earlier today that were like uh, lemon salt Kit Kats. Whoa. And I think it might have been the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it right here. Yeah, you're saying that you're having a good time, even though I know for a fact that right before we started recording, I upset you by explaining the Monty Hall problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't do it. It's not you I'm upset with, Mitchell. Uh, Yeah, you're just upset at, I guess, the math. Yeah. I've yeah. decided never to do math ever again now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's allowed. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, 77 plus 33 does not equal 100. It feels like it should, um, but it equals 110 instead. Oh, yeah, because th- there's the extra 10 on there. Yeah. It feels like it just should all condense really nicely down to 100, but then you got to actually um, listen to the numbers and, and feel their their burning heartbeat and try to understand what's going on in there. Yeah, there's an extra 10 before you get to the teens. Numbers are a lot like making love, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's you what gotta, I was going to You got to pay attention to your partner. See where they're going. Yeah, one plus one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, carry the one, exponent. <laughs> this guy gets it. PEMDAS. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about The Walking Dead A New Frontier, episode two, Ties That Bind, part two. Big question that to start the episode, I think. Is there, now that we've played uh, both of the first two episodes of this season, is there really a reason that this is considered a two-parter episode versus anything else we've played? Um... I don't. So our a friend of ours, uh, Alter Mentality, uh, yeah, who we had on the show before, 
she seems to believe that there is a reason. Yeah. I believe she was saying on uh, the Discord we're in that uh, it made sense. I'm still kind of at a loss. At least, like, maybe it, we we have just... We're too familiar with Telltale at this point. We're like, what makes this <laughs> yeah. any different from any other episode two that makes it so it has to connect exactly to one? Yeah, because I... To, to get a little ahead of the episode itself, I think the reason that it's a part two is that uh, these two episodes, part one and two, which, by the way, you can go back and listen to our episode on part one, which was actually two episodes ago because we covered the first episode of The Expanse in between them. And So many we'll, twos. Yeah, we will be back next week with not episode three of this, but episode two of The Expanse. Uh, but I, I think these... The first two episodes of this season are a part one and part two because they are telling the story of Javi and his brother's relationship. That's like trying to, it's all trying to get us up to speed in which the next three episodes are going to maybe, I mean, I I don't know. I've been proven wrong about my conjectures in the past, but it feels like the next three episodes are going to be about the conflict between these three brothers and... Uh, these two episodes have been all about setting the stage for them to have that conflict. So right. it, it does feel like a, a, a bit of... I can see the next three episodes of the season having a very different vibe than the first two episodes of the season. Okay, I could, I could buy that. Still, though. Like, it... it, it there's it been episode pairs like that in the past. Yeah, it's not like it had to be a part two. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't have to be a part two. But what are you gonna do about it now? You know. Yeah, you're gonna yell at them on Twitter. They get enough yelling on Twitter. Don't <laughs> yeah, yell at right. them on Twitter or X. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, man, that's been true for a couple weeks now, and it still is like a, a a light fish slap to the face whenever you remember. Oh, it's X. It's called X now. Yeah, usually when a whole social media platform is rebranded, it takes a while to, like, happen. <laughs> I would this say like... it hasn't been done, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that true. Um, yeah, it's not like a flick of the switch and then, oh, it's different now. Yeah, every time I think about it, it's like my whole bean's been flicked and I need to <laughs> All right. reset the, my whole thought process on it. All right, mister. <laughs> <laughs> you're really, gonna bring that in here it just really flicks my bean you know uh what do you think of this episode though altogether is it good? Uh, i liked it i i had a good so the thing about this episode mm-hmm. it does feel i i just feel like we are so in the thick of the walking dead that just like anything they do is gonna feel like i've been here i already went into it on the last episode feels yeah. kind of been there done that yep but I still think it has some like surprisingly good moments that really hit. Like the scene that starts out the episode. Well, not like right at the beginning, but when you're when you have to bury Mariana, I was like, oh fuck, this sucks. I feel like there's a couple moments in this episode, two deaths in this episode, that hit harder than like well, no, it's just one death, but one is the aftermath of Mariana's death. Those hit harder than, like, anything in season two, I think. Well, any of the deaths, anyway. 
we but I already talked about that last time, but it just it it really it just hit me again this episode where I'm like, oh, I actually care about these characters and what's going on. Yeah, I guess I I don't want to take anything away from that because I think that's great. I'm really glad you're getting something out of that in the way that I I think I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm having a harder time. I like not relating to the sadness of Mariana's death. It is very sad. I feel it. It's it's legit. But like when um. When, when Clementine has to leave Lee behind, or mm-hmm. in my version of the game, and, and yours I believe too, Clementine has to shoot uh, Kenny, or yeah. when any of these other things happen in the past, like that that sticks with me, and I keep thinking like, well, maybe if I play it again, they can be happy, knowing <laughs> for, <laughs> for a fact how Telltale makes their video games and that that would be impossible. No one can ever be happy. No one is allowed to be happy. Uh, this is the Walking Dead, not the the Walking Splendid. <laughs> the Walking Smiles. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a there's a giant airplane outside my window. It must be huge. Ooh. It's packing a wallop of a sound quality out there. Hide, Just... hide, hide under the leaf. I'm so it doesn't get you. Okay, I, I think it's gone. Oh, thank. You. That was close. Yeah. Sorry. What were we talking about? Walking Dead, <laughs> we were probably. Talking about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you... yeah. So Mariana, uh, they they really laid on thick with uh, Javi being pretty distraught about uh-huh. what happened, understandably so. But he's like, he's shoveling um, piles of dirt onto her body in in the in her grave. And every pile, he's got, like, a new little quip to save, like, it's too soon. <laughs> and, like, to me, it's like, I kind of just met her. You know, I, I, it is sad, but I'm not, I don't think I'm there with you. Like, at the end of the day, every single one of these walkers that we see, these zombies, these these ramblers, these shamblers, these, uh, these freakers out there, um, <laughs> they were people. And that... Right. That, that's not lost on me. Like, that's still gross and off-putting and sad. Uh, so to to have, like, hordes of those and assume, like, oh, they mean nothing to you, right? But then, like, if you see Mariana for, like, half of one episode, you're going to feel a way about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's so different for me. Clement, there's, there's things later in this episode about Clementine specifically that have nothing to do with death that I think actually impact me a little bit more. Um, interesting interesting they reveal at one point that clementine joined uh joined the group the new order the new order is this uh this group of bandits that uh we the new realize... frontier you mean sorry the new frontier you're right they they, they could so easily be called the new order right <laughs> right um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the group of bandits from last episode that shot at them at the junkyard Mm-hmm. But now we know they're a bit more organized and they span like multiple cities. Uh, and Clementine, over halfway through this episode, will reveal to you by showing her brand, all the members have a brand, she was part of them. Right. Uh, and that to me is like, oh, w- when I had her kill Kenny, she was a kid and that was like a terrible thing that she had to do. That I I'm now internalizing as part of her her growth and like yeah 
I understand that. But that's still showing the brand made me feel like if I was just in control of her for the last three years of her life as a video game character, as I am sometimes in control of Clementine's <laughs> life as a video game character, I could have made her not <laughs> not do that and uh, <laughs> not have to have a brand and not have to hang out with a weird group of murderous psychopaths. Right, um, right. Yeah, it definitely made me want uh, Clementine to have a better life, and and it's just it was just like an instant pang of, wow, we've really been. Uh, I guess we've been away from Clementine for years. It it didn't feel like years, but it's been a couple at least. Yeah, I'm not sure how old she's supposed to be in this season. Like she was 12 when we left her in season two. And she she was definitely she? looks older. I thought she's twelve here. I was kind of going off of uh, we see AJ grow quite a bit between flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. So I assumed there was like at least a, a um, he becomes a much bigger baby than he starts. So that looked <laughs> That's at true. least like a year old to me, but maybe not. Right. I mean, she could be like thirteen or fourteen. She could. Uh, she keeps being compared to uh, Gabe as yeah. as like the same age as Gabe. But Gabe seems so much younger. And I think that's both a reflection of the fact that um, we don't know Gabe, but we do know like the internal monologues of Clementine, which I think anytime you just understand someone better, they seem older. Uh, right. But also it, it's, it's a, probably a statement on the fact of Clementine has had to age real quick compared to yeah. anyone else out here. Even though Gabe is also living through a zombie apocalypse, it doesn't seem like he should be immune to that or different in, in any real way. I don't really know what made Clementine special uh, in terms of how fast she ages compared to someone like Gabe. Uh, I guess just like, I don't know. It seems like she just had to do a lot more shit. Like it seems like on her own. Too. Yeah, yeah, on her own. Like, it just seems like she's just had a lot more to deal with. Like, they're all going through this zombie apocalypse. But just think about, like, all the all the things that Clementine's been through that's, like, really hardened her. Gabe, I don't think is... Like, he's part of it, but, you know, he's with a good chunk of his family. It seems like they haven't had, like, a whole yeah. lot that's happened to them so far like they've been it seems like they've been pretty lucky and he hasn't had to have that uh real uh fast maturity like she did yeah it does seem like they've done a pretty good job of just like let's go from parking lot to parking lot continuing to siphon gas and just drive forever uh because they can't catch us if we're driving which makes it kind of feel bad for everyone else who is like what you can't just do that (laughs) you can't just do that clementine i know learning how to drive was hard for me when i was a teenager but like i could do it if there were zombies that were gonna catch me yeah turns out it's actually really easy (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it, it it uh it's weird to see clementine and gabe compared to each other because it it almost makes me feel like uh like like javi keeps looking over at the two of them and he's got this like knowing adult smirk to him of like, oh, maybe they're, they're going to fall in love. Mm. And I think Clementine would probably look at Gabe and be like, this is a child. And what the <laughs> fuck? This, this you is want me like to date nothing. a child? 
Ew. Yeah, and like, like re- regardless of the fact that she's a child, also, I don't think she would feel her about herself that way. Right. No, I agree. Um, I I do think they do a good job of selling their differences. Like, uh, it 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 suits their characters very well where they've ended up. Uh, and yeah. I guess that's part of. I guess that's gonna be part of Gabe's arc. We haven't really seen much of it yet, but. Uh, you can tell he wants to grow up. He knows he's uh, mm-hmm. like like earlier when he was. Uh... Oh shit! I think I'm getting my uh, timeline a little mixed up. But what what is it? He's like saying uh, there's like something he couldn't. Oh, it's when uh, Kate is being uh, patched up. Oh, Gabe and... says he wants to be like his dad. Yeah, he wants to be strong like his dad, even though. We know that's a weird one because his dad is, um, yeah, I guess does project strength in a sense, but is actually kind of abusive and shitty. Um, yeah, he's just kind of a not good. Yeah, but Gabe probably wouldn't have known that. He would have been so young at that time yeah. when the outbreak started. Um, was what, like four or five years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. Something, something like that, maybe just four. Um, but yeah, Gabe would have been so... Uh, removed from remembering that his dad was actually incredibly shitty and well i guess that's going to be the setup for later on because we find out that david gabe and uh uh mariah carey what's her name (laughs) mariana mariana (laughs) show some respect gabe and gabe and mariah (laughs) mariana Mariana. there you go gabe and mariana uh their dad David is still alive and he's apparently the leader question mark maybe of uh of the new frontier. Yeah, that's I guess I'm looking forward to finding out how they got separated from him to begin with. Yeah, because it seems like from everything else that we've seen before that uh we should we should understand him to be dead. Yeah. Um uh, in a way that maybe even Kate or Javi saw it happen because they are so sure about it. Um, but no, (laughs) no, he's just fine. No, he's, yeah, he does. He seems very okay. He doesn't Uh, even have like any limbs taken off. Yeah. So you ever, are you ever put into, uh, the, the position of knowing how a telltale game is going to go and knowing how you're going to answer it ahead of time? Um, because I feel that way right now about David. Um, I felt that way about like season one of Walking Dead. Like I, cause just cause I played it so much. I was oh, like, well, I am sure. locked. You, you know into... how it's going to go just cause you actually know how it's going to go. I don't actually know how it's oh, going to go. Oh, you're, you're just saying you think you know where it's going to go. So you're pretty confident in what you're going to do. Yeah. So with, uh, with, with David, Kate is very hurt. Um, when she's brought into Richmond where uh, the new frontier is. So they're bringing Kate there in order to get medical attention. And I think that for her seeing David as in charge of the new frontier is probably like the best um, outcome that could have happened because Mm -hmm. she'll definitely get medical attention now, now that they have Kate and Javi and their relationship to David. I'm sure that um, even though David is a, is a shit buster professionally, 
uh, yeah. he's going to want his family to be safe. So that's that works out. That's good. Yeah. Uh, good, um, good for her. Good for good her. For good for her for stumbling into that situation. But <laughs> as that progresses, I bet the game is going to ask of us, do we want to um, side with David more as David becomes more mean and crazed and paranoid about the relationship between Javi and Kate. Yeah. Um, as the season progresses, I'm sure they're going to make me like, uh, Clementine's going to say something like, Hey, uh, I, I think David's going to kill me. And then David's like, I'm only going to kill her if I want to. So don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, don't even trip <laughs> about it. It's only if I want to. And, and then I'm going to have to choose between them and I'm going to pick Clementine over David and yeah uh i mean that's how i feel like it might go yeah i mean i'm not gonna pick david over anyone he's very mean he's rude (laughs) he's given me no candy so yeah not a single not on his side not even a nutter butter yeah he doesn't need uh do you know how many come in a pack yeah you're not even giving me apples for halloween you're just giving me razor blades on their own. <laughs> You're throwing razor blades right at my You're face. You're throwing razor blades at me for Halloween, which I don't <laughs> think is appropriate anywhere. Yeah, that you couldn't even pretend to, like it was a real treat. You couldn't pay me to throw razor blades at me. You just reminded me of a Sam and Max comic. Uh, it was a Halloween one. And there's somebody who's like uh, putting drugs and razor blades in the, the candies and stuff. And so Sam and Max need to get to the bottom of it. But uh, there's a panel where Sam says, uh, look, there's a razor blade in this one. And it's like a big shaving razor. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, we, we talked about a lot of the parts of this episode, huh? But without <laughs> actually going over the structure of it. You're so right. that That's what we did. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what happens though, because uh, at the at the beginning of this episode, you 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 do bury uh, Marcellus Wallace, and then you go back to the uh, you, you go back to the, the the compound Prescott, I think it's called, right? This one's Prescott. Yeah. Uh, you go back the to Prescott, one. and some people from the New Frontier show up, and they're like, "I'm gonna cut a woman's finger off." And then you say, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but uh, don't. (laughs) And they say, I'm really feeling it. And they do. Yeah, she does. She she gets a whole finger removed. Um, So she dies for me. Does she die for you? Does that always happen? Yeah, she did die. I I have a feeling she just always dies. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I do the more aggressive call option here. And I start shooting at these people, um, like, in the middle of a conversation. Right. It, it seemed like more people did that in the choice percentages. Um, which are real. 50... <laughs> which are definitely real. Uh, 58.6% open fire, according to my choices. Okay. But, again, they're not real. So, <laughs> that could be anything. Well, who's to say? Me, they're not real. We've proven it. It's it's very demonstrably <laughs> false. Well, tomato, tomato. 
No. <laughs> Only tomato. <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, so before that, there's a flashback to, uh, like, pre, pre-apocalypse where Javi and Kate are talking in the kitchen. And Javi says, I want to kind of go on, like, a vacation somewhere. I want to I see some, some places. And Kate said, what if I dropped anything and, and went with you? And they're just sort of joking about it. Haha, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> and then uh, Kate, so Kate's washing the dishes she breaks a cup that David really likes. David comes in and says, Kate, did you destroy the cup I love so much? My army cup? My army cup that army gave me for doing a good job? I can't just get another one, Kate. I can't, I can't do can't a join good job the army again. again. <laughs> um, and Once was my limit. And I, I have a... I, I don't want to do a... Um, what would the opposite of a golden moment be? ungolden moment a, a brown moment uh, a brown dud yeah what's what's a dumb metal call it the stink pit what's a bad metal what's a um, what's a metal we don't like uh that's a hard like one huh <laughs> rusty rust is okay rust is kind of a metal sure yeah yeah uh the 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 rust hour as is the, <laughs> the opposition to the golden moment um, I think maybe focusing on the negatives like that could be poisonous for a podcast. But I do think that I should mention this is definitely my rust hour when uh, the options given to me in talking to David after <laughs> David is like yelling at Kate really loudly and aggressively in a way that is uncomfortable about how Kate broke the, uh, uh, the, the thing. Javi has options of saying either nothing uh, something to the vibe of it was an accident. Uh, something to the vibe of you're both in the wrong. <laughs> you both suck. Or uh, option number four, let him have it. Let him have it. And I I read let him have it and thought like, okay, you yeah. You can have it. Clearly it was an accident that Kate did that. So I'm going to let David have it. And when what I think that means is say, David, you're, you're gonna clearly, let him have this one. You're you're clearly out of line for for yelling at Kate here. That's what I th- think that would be like. Hey, shut up! You're scaring her. You're you're hey, being shut rude. up, man. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That I mean, that's what I would think. Let him have it would mean what he what Javi decides to say. If you say that, did you pick that option? I don't think I did. What Javi says if you picked that option is shut up david you know she wants to leave you right (laughs) and i i just sat i paused the game and just sat there on my couch thinking your jaw dropped telltale that's clearly not what i picked (laughs) that's That's not that's so completely not what i chose (laughs) why did why did you say that Javi, that's not what we agreed on, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like giving an option that says, I'm kind of hungry for peanut butter, and you press it and says, dude, I could fuck for some peanut butter right now. 
<laughs> that's like saying I would kill you for any reason. <laughs> that, that's like li- pressing that button and then your character walks over to someone you didn't see off screen, actually killing them and taking their peanut butter. <laughs> it's it's so extreme for because <laughs> we we've talked about the mismatch between the tones of the options that you're given and then what the character actually says before like this is a common right. complaint that we've had with telltale games this is the most extreme i've ever seen it happen i can't imagine it being taken further <laughs> I just love that visual of him walking off screen, shooting someone, taking their peanut butter, then walks back like nothing happened and the scene just continues. Yeah, the character just looks at the camera and says, you said I was hungry. (laughs) I guess this was your fault. Yeah, you should should have considered that when I was a psychopath, that I would do this. Oh my god, it, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you take into account what my crazy actions were going to be? <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's so out of pocket because Kate then says to David correctly, hey, no, I did not say that. I did not say that. Javi, I'm married. That's till death. And Javi has to just stand there with, like, a shocked look on his face. <laughs> Javi's just like, did what happened there? I, I thought I was the right one. It was, it was absolutely and for real the most mad I've ever been immediately after selecting a dialogue option. <laughs> it is so completely not what I thought Javi was going to say after, based on what I said. But it's yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can under I can understand your frustration. See, I just told him it was an accident. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I just I just picked that one, so he just said it. Yeah. How did Kate react to that? Regular, I bet. Yeah, she was just like fine with it. Yeah, not what happened. <laughs> Mitchell lives in the wild timeline. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That I think that might have been the most I've laughed on this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, so she gets mad and, and then she says like, hey, we're married, points to her ring. That's forever until death do us part. And then like only a couple minutes later in the episode, I guess years later in fiction, um, they do something in which Javi and Kate are given the option to kiss and they i i i do it as the player i do it because i'm almost asking the game hey make sense of this (laughs) (laughs) what do you gotta say about this one yeah i guess now they are together game i i I, i've never played a, a telltale game up to this point i've never really played it antagonistically but there there's a couple choices in this episode where i'm like okay let's see you handle this (laughs) <laughs> just trying to you're, you're to, fighting to you're fighting back corners. i am fighting back a little because it picked a fight with me <laughs> yeah that's, that's a declaration of war you brought the knife to the gunfight <sighs> game uh anyway the new frontier like busts <laughs> in the door to prescott by driving through it with a giant truck 
This attracts full of walkers, all, even full of walkers, and attracts other walkers from nearby. They all swarm the area. Everyone's lost in this skirmish. Every single goddamn person. Yeah, uh, to, I mean, to be fair, even the guy was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing here? You're you're taking this plan really off the rails." Yeah, I think his name is Badger, the guy Badger. that keeps taking it too far. Oh, Badger's the guy who's taking it too far. What's the name of the other guy? The guy who's like, hey, no, no. Um, I, actually, that might be Badger. No, I, I don't remember the name of the other one. There's definitely a Badger in there. Badger, yeah, Badger's involved, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so then uh, Trip and Eleanor, because they are characters we were introduced to, and the bartender all get out with you. Uh, and you're you're in a car. You're trying to make your way to Richmond. You've heard Richmond is nice. Yeah. Uh, you get stuck in a blockade. You try to get around the blockade. And there's this guy who's like spying on you from behind a billboard. And you go find him and it's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it is Jesus, Jesus is in this. <laughs> I bet you didn't know yeah, he's he's just this weird guy who who talks about how he's known some guys in uh in in the New Frontier and needs some help getting to their place uh because they want he, well they I don't think they really get into why he wants to go there, but it's like for a friend, I think. Right. Uh and you have the option to trust this guy or not. I felt like he was trustworthy. Yeah, he seemed nice and cool. Yeah, and then you ask him, "So what do we call you?" And he says, I quote, it's Paul. But my friends call me Jesus. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I wish you had the option to be like, why do they call you that? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. One of my favorite parts of the episode is that after this point, Javi will address him by name and call him Jesus. He's like, yeah, I'm down to do that immediately. Yeah, we're friends. I don't need to warm up to that from Paul. I'll do that right now. <laughs> yeah, so this guy's from the show I that I never oh, saw. Oh, this guy's That's, from the show? I believe so. That's what I remembered hearing is Jesus is a character from the show that is now in the game. Okay, uh, Paul Jesus Walking Dead. I just asked uh, Google. Okay. Yep, I looked it up. There he is. There he is. He looks quite a bit younger and more attractive in the show. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of lean into the vagrant side of his characterization in the in his depiction in the game, which probably is more realistic for what a guy calling himself Z- Jesus in the uh, post-apocalypse would yeah, personally, look like. I, yeah, personally, I like it more. It's not like in Game of Thrones where you can tell, oh, yeah, that is a TV show character. Because yeah. their hair I mean, is I had no very idea. nice. Uh, this is yeah. apparently a very late TV show character. He's in like season six, seven, and eight of the show. I get. Would that line up with when this third season came out? Oh, I have no idea. You can't ask me <laughs> questions like that. That's you're right. That's illegal. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, okay, when did season six came come out? Uh, Twenty fifteen. And. New Frontier was oh 2017 it's it's saying he premiered in the show and the game in the same year in 2016 oh yeah 2016 yes yes 
that makes okay, sense. Okay, so that's some that's some brand synergy. Yeah, uh, I get. Look, uh, this would be the end of the year, and then the show is the beginning of the year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I guess that means we know he's going to continue living, then, uh, because he <laughs> has more seasons of the show ahead of him. That's true. Okay. No surprises. So we've got some uh, we've got some plot armor on Paul Jesus. Right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I do I do like how Javi's like immediately down to say like oh Paul not a chance. If someone <laughs> calls Jesus themselves Jesus, I want to have fun with that, which I think <laughs> would be my reaction too. Yeah, if, if you want me to call you Jesus, you got it. Um, so. This is pretty much the end. Uh, Jesus (laughs) directs the group to go to Richmond through the train tunnels, which apparently is about as fast as driving around the mountain, just walking through the tunnels, which I think is crazy. I don't understand how the geography of that could work at all, but it is (laughs) how it works. Um, And uh, while in the train... Clementine tells Javi that she was part of the the new frontier and Conrad, the bartender from earlier, hears about this. He does not take this well. Yeah. um, You know, it's one of those things where as soon as he said it, so as soon as he's like, yeah, I heard you. I'm not an idiot. I, I was like, yeah, obviously they were talking about it in a cave, not too yeah. far behind these <laughs> a, guys. A, a tunnel, a, the specific thing that echoes the most. Yeah, uh, you, Clementine, you and Javi were stupid, and now you have to pay the price. It's okay, you just have to, this, you can't pretend like you were being smart about it. Yeah, I guess this is an interesting, uh, an interesting thing to set up for Clementine, where she's clearly very capable. Uh, she's learned from the best, from Uh Luke, from Lee, from Kenny, uh, from, from, uh, Jane, She's got all these role models who have left her, <laughs> uh, but she knows a lot of like how to survive this. She's a very strong, independent force in this world, uh-huh. uh, but she's still um, irreconcilably young. She cannot deal with the fact that she's young and she's making big mistakes in both of these episodes. She's, uh, you know, shooting the guy at the bar straight in the face. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, no, I mean, people care a bit. <laughs> she's she's in jail, at least. But they're also like, yeah, she's like 13 years old, though. She's 13. He sucked. He did what he did was bad. He did was bad over there. So, yeah. So, yeah. And in this one, she's like blabbermouthing because she just like can't hide the truth for a second. Uh, yeah, this is probably like the worst possible time to tell me. But I, I guess yeah. it makes sense because that's when she was planning on leaving. She was like, I got to go, like, right away. And yeah, it, just... it makes sense. It, it, it's interesting because she's not the protagonist of this season. She's mm-hmm. taking a break from the spotlight, sort of. She's still here, which is, I guess, why we're covering this story. But Javi is the protagonist. And Javi really doesn't make mistakes. Uh, he's kind of the first walking dead protagonist we've had who's like hey he's a professional athlete before the post-apocalypse yeah he's an athlete he's been living through this for multiple years now 
Yeah, he he understands the importance of survival. He understands the importance of family. Where like in the past, people had had to kind of like warm up to the idea of being, oh, maybe I am in a family. Uh, <laughs> Javi immediately is like, I am in a family, which is a no. A I actually step. am. I actually yams, and uh, <laughs> y- yeah, like so. So Javi's in this position. The player is then in this position of like, you're doing all the right stuff. Because three seasons into this Telltale format, the player probably is doing all the right stuff, but you're still saddled with Clementine, who, like, try as she might, can't do the right stuff. Right. Uh, Which I think is an interesting dynamic. I'm not sure how much I like that as a player. I, I think as a player, I would much rather just have the calls I make be the important calls um but it is at the very least interesting to see the quest for clementine to become more independent and capable come to fruition um while i'm watching her do it rather than being her right it's 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 very weird anyway uh conrad hates you for this and puts clementine at gunpoint uh, what did you do? Well, no, he takes he takes Gabe. At Sorry, gunpoint. you're right. He well, he initially puts Clementine at gunpoint, but then he he grabs yeah. G- Gabe and says like, "Okay, if you don't if you don't behave, I'm gonna shoot this kid." <laughs> uh, which does not seem like a like a rational response. To to be fair, he's not been rational because the woman that was killed earlier uh, at Prescott was I I guess his love interest. Yeah, I I mean I don't know if they were married. They before were clearly or extremely not. close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I get it, but don't be putting uh mm-hmm. the two people I'm with at gunpoint, please. Yeah, Conrad. To Conrad's credit, does give Javi a lot of chances, and and yeah. Clementine even. Uh, like he's he's mad about uh when the guy's head is blown open in his bar understandably so uh he's <laughs> mad about when his his significant other whoever whatever form that takes uh dies understandably so and he keeps being like i'm having the worst day of my life but i'm I, like i understand that we need to get through this together i respect that a lot conrad but then if you put uh gabe at gunpoint for something that he's not even related to because you're mad that clementine has the brand like I can't, I can't do much for you. I can't repay that. Yeah. So I shot him. <laughs> I did also shoot him. I was, I was like, look, we were, we could have talked it out, but then you took Gabe at gunpoint, and that's just, it's just not working out for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then immediately after, uh, Gabe is freaking out, and then Hobby says it had to be done. It had to be done. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> there was just no other way around this. <laughs> And Gabe goes, oh, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Again, these choices are fake and don't matter. But it is a very high percentage here. Um, 89.4% killed Conrad. That's a lot. For a a murder-related choice, that that is extremely high. Yeah. That, that's... If it's true, it's significant. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting if true. Yeah, big if true. Um, Yeah, and after that, you just sort of get there. 
Yeah. See, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. I didn't really finish my thoughts on it, but it feels like we're hitting that. It's like episode two of Tales from the Borderlands, where you're like, okay, the story's established. Now we are on our journey. This episode is The Journey Begins. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's fine. Like, I liked this episode. I went through it uh, and had a good time. But we're just so far into this podcast and so in, <laughs> far into The Walking Dead yeah. that I'm just like, I know. I know what this is. I know where we're at. I know what's going to happen. We've done this song and dance before. And that's a bummer what? because like I do believe in this team. One thing that I have been taught to believe in with these mm-hmm. Telltale games is that I believe in the team's ability to do a surprising amount of new things within this format. Uh and we see um like like when they go over to Tales from the Borderlands, that's the same format but like whoa, that is surprisingly different what they've decided to do with this uh like with the themes of the story or uh, I know you didn't love it or, or have a particularly fun time with it, but game of Thrones is a very different kind of story as well. Um, But then like with walking dead uh, with this, I think they try to do a very different feeling thing by introducing new characters like Javi and Javi's family. Uh, But it does, it does feel very similar. Yeah, you're just hitting like a lot of the same plot beats. You're you're going from like one one like camp to another. Uh, you have guys that are coming after you. Some people die along the way. Mm-hmm. You got to make choices, and it's not like it's it's not like any of it's done bad. I'm with this story. If any, I like these characters, we talked yeah. about it last time. I like Javi. I like his family. I like I Kate, like Clementine. I like Javi. I Gabe. Gabe needs to take it easy, but <laughs> but Gabe, uh, Kate, and Javi are both cool. Yeah, like I, yeah. I do want to see these characters succeed. Yeah, exactly. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying the story enough, but. I'm it's it's just all so I know where this is going. I know what's it, I've just done it all before and it really sucks to say because it just feels like a problem that's unavoidable for what it like I just don't see them getting out of that going forward with this season. And it it's such a weird feeling to say it because by that logic, I probably shouldn't be enjoying it, but I am still. I just wish I was feeling that feeling of like, what's going to happen? Because mm. we know what's going to happen. You summed up what you believe is going to happen at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're going to have some um, like good times with David in the next episode to remind me we are brothers. <laughs> and then in episode yeah. four, we're going to have some bad time with David. And I'm going to be like, but we're brothers. We're brothers, though. And Does that mean nothing five, to you? I'm going to bury David and think we were <laughs> brothers. We were brothers before mm-hmm. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and as I take a gardening hoe and rake over his grave, I say bros before hoes. <laughs> you have to make sure you have a little little something i need to make one. sure there's a gardening hoe nearby before i start the process otherwise it'll <laughs> seem very forced it'll be very weird it'll be like why did javi say that why did he... <laughs> yeah. 
Kate's gonna be like, "Is that me? Like, what? That's am I the am I the hoe in this situation?" Just seems so rude. Yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere. Thing. Yeah, I I mean, he was my husband, so yeah, I, I'm also <laughs> very sad, dude. Jeez. <laughs> oh man, what a way to <laughs> just get everyone off of Javi's side. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, did, did you go in for the kissy? Did we talk about that? Uh, I don't think we did. What was it? Uh, Javi and Kate can kiss if they... In this episode? Yeah, I think so. I didn't get that in this episode. Okay. Did it happen last episode as well? Or It, I, oh... (laughs) It's been two weeks. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I know it happened at some point, and... <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happened in episode two, or at least I didn't get it. Yeah, and, and like, Gabe sees this, and Gabe goes, ugh! And, uh, and then Kate goes, relax, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But then, stupid. yeah, later on, we see that David's back, so we clearly know, like, oh, everyone who we're with right now saw us kiss... If you chose to go in for the kiss. So uh, I hope they don't tell David. <laughs> that, that does seem like a, a potential source of conflict. Yeah, next episode we're going to find out who the blabbermouths are. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess, I guess that's it, right? There's nothing really else to talk about. I, I did enjoy this episode. It's just yeah. more than ever I'm feeling the... I don't even want to say fatigue, but I'm I'm just like, I know, I've already said it. I've mm. complained about it enough. Yeah, um, I, I do... Th- oh, by the way, the achievement bug, which either is related to achievements or like getting into the credits of an episode... Seems to be back for me. It wasn't their last episode, but uh, the game has started to crash again. That's interesting. It was the opposite for me. I got it last time, did not get it this time. Interesting, interesting. You know you know what I did differently this time that I also did when we were playing through season one that I think stopped it was I did not play the whole episode in one sitting. Well, I, I did, but so what I did was about halfway in... I, I pot because I remembered this stopped it from happening in season one. I stopped after it saved, exited out of the game, then booted it back up, and then it didn't crash for me. You like manually closed the game? Yeah, so okay. I I just I exited the game from the episode menu and then yeah, closed it entirely and then booted it back up. And then it didn't crash. And I remembered that helping in season one as well. Okay. That just uh, Maybe seems... I should try that. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's a very weird workaround that I just kind of stumbled onto. But it, it's worked. It's worked this time. And it worked before, so. Okay. Uh, I guess with that in mind, should we go into our segments? Segments. Segments. Dustin, which one's your favorite? Which one's my favorite what? Segment. All of... What? Uh, what's my your favorite segment is all of them get out of here no shut up (laughs) shut your mouth and let me explain yeah so 
all of our segments are about our favorite things in the episode. So when you said, Dustin, what's your favorite? I was like, what are you talking? All of the segments are my favorite things in the episode. Don't jerk me around here, man. <laughs> That's such a weird way. That's such a, a strange thing to assume I meant, but okay. Uh, that's such a that's such a strange thing to ask me. No, to which segment is your favorite? You said you said let's get into our segments, and then just said, Dustin, what? Which one's your favorite? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Think about it this way: Let's get into our segments. Which one's your favorite of, <laughs> yeah, the, so, of the segments? So normally you just ask, which one's your weekly guy? So I thought you were, I thought when you said, which one's your favorite? I thought you were just saying in a shithead way, <laughs> like, which one's your favorite guy? <laughs> or which one's your favorite moment? Or which one's your favorite choice? I can't just be flicking your bean all day about this, Dustin. You I need know. to pick you, one. You need to pick a segment. Really... Which one's your favorite segment? I disagree. You have to pick now. My favorite segment is probably... Um, golden moment because we have to awesome. dive deeper into what we think critically about the narrativity about the uh, episode that's that's, that's so my favorite of the three segments we do <laughs> okay let's start with that one then what's what was your golden moment mitchell i wrote down gabe saying he wants to be like his dad because i felt like that was a very powerful moment for gabe and a, a, a very trying moment for javi because i'm sure in that moment javi and the player alike both you know don't his dad want Gabe is not to good. be like his dad you know like yeah. i guess that is a possibility but um we, we know that would be a bad thing but it, it's it's presented you know in a it's very important real to way. you can like relate to other times in your life maybe when someone has said something like i hope i can do this and then you realize oh you should not be trying that yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, so that's my golden moment that's my favorite that's a good one <laughs> that's your favorite huh uh-huh uh mine was burying mariana gotcha it just it just hit me real hard like this is up i already talked about it on the last episode but this is one of the deaths that does hit me Mm -hmm. and it's just so sudden and it's for such a sweet character who you like i i do get where you're coming from we have only known her for like part of an episode i i honestly think this is more of my problem of empathy than it is the game's problem with conveying (laughs) the problem Right, because, like, like, I got that Mariana meant a lot to Javi. It meant a lot to, like, everyone in this group. Sure. And to just have her ripped away from these people so suddenly. And part of what I think really sells it is you have the time to let it sink in. You're allowed to have these characters mourn and feel bad about it in a way that I thought was very rare in season two. Well, sort yeah, interesting though to to think about it in terms of time because these two episodes came out on the same day. Yeah. So, you know, that's another way. That's another interesting perspective to look at the uh, the David situation. Mm-hmm. They came out on the same day, so if you played them in one day, which I think you could very easily do, it, it's only like a combined what, like three hours. Yeah, neither episode are very long. Yeah, altogether it's three hours. You could totally, you absolutely would have at the time, uh, powered through these in in one day. And Do you think that's just why they called it parts one and two? We're releasing them on the same day because they're both pretty short. Like if if they were a little meatier each episode. Do you think they would just release them the way they normally did? I mean, I assume it's the other way around, where they released them on the same day because they were parts one and two. Okay. 
that that would be but, my but assumption. Were they... But yeah, I, it could be the other way. Yeah, I, I part of me thinks like these episodes are both very short. Let's just release them at the same time so people don't feel cheated, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can just call them like parts one and two instead of just calling them episodes one and two like normal. I mean, I don't know. There's there's no way for me to know why they did it. It's it's, But it's interesting. That I mean, we, that we have some people we could ask. That's true. I wouldn't <laughs> say there's no way to know. That, that Yeah, yeah. But yeah, burying Mariana just... It, it it really hit me like seeing like Mariana's having trench. Javi... Yeah. Ooh. Is that something? <laughs> Good one. That could be you dug her grave. Wow. Yeah, I'm really um... not giving enough respect. I should, I should <laughs> calm down. Yeah, it it hit me how like he has to look over and just see her like disappear under the dirt. Mm-hmm. Like like that really hit me but then you made it a little funny when you were talking about it and just how he has a little thing to say after each each time you do it yeah he should be quiet for some of those i think yeah it it it, it reminds me of when lee was burying the kid at uh the house how he's just silent the whole time yeah that was here powerful yeah here javi's like uh so long (laughs) goodbye again thanks for all the memories yeah i mean i guess i get it because it's also meant to be like it's supposed to be like a funeral for her i guess yeah so like it it makes sense that he would have a lot to say about her you just presented it in a silly funny way (laughs) that made me laugh yeah i mean to me it feels like he's giving the funeral dirge equivalent of live laugh love posters in a single mom's kitchen (laughs) like right just (laughs) like every spoonful of dirt that goes on he's just saying something like don't frown because it's over. Smile because it happened. And then <laughs> two in the hand is worth one in the bush. <laughs> and Clement- Clementine's just kind of looking at her watch to the side. Yeah, she found a watch. <laughs> She's like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weekly guy. Who's your weekly guy? Uh, just Jesus. Yeah, I we also didn't, have we didn't Jesus even have Paul. We didn't have that much time with him, but he he just struck me as a guy I like and want to be around after being, after like just such tense moments with, uh, what's his name that I killed? Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. Like that whole situation sucked and like, uh, you know, you're just kind of walking on eggshells with this whole situation because like, uh, Kate and, uh, what's Eleanor uh, yep. Kate and Eleanor are driving and they're probably fucked. They're probably in a bad situation. So I like that you can meet a guy who's just kind of chill and nice and cool. Yeah. He does seem like those things. Uh, I, I yeah. think hearing that he was a, uh, a show character maybe makes me like him a little bit less. Cause in, in my understanding of him up until you told me that, he was a guy that just showed up, um, said his name was Jesus, and in the middle of like that tunnel scene, does a wall run into a spin kick and knocks a zombie's <laughs> head clean off its neck. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's just like a guy that shows up and starts very much doing things uh, <laughs> in a way that I thought was very funny and an inspired like telltale character to come up with. But hearing that he's from something else and, like, 
maybe the wall run into a spin kick was his signature move on the show or something makes me feel a little bit less special about that but that's i get it's that. still very cool i, I think yeah, i still, I, have I to still like him. him yeah I, st- I still think he's a guy i want to have around yeah especially called uh with uh with javi calling him jesus like right away that's so funny that's so good <laughs> uh, i have to give it to jesus yeah definitely but what's your choice cut Oh, well, thank you for asking. Mine's probably Killing Conrad. Mine was too, but to be fair, I didn't feel super strongly about, like, any of the choices. Like, there were just kind of choices this time. Yeah, um, I, I think I there's a couple moments in this episode, like, I open fire, open fire at the, uh, the New Frontier early. I mm-hmm. killed Conrad instead of hearing him out. And, um... I don't think that's because of the thing I was talking about earlier where I was playing the game in some ways a little bit in spite of it. That was in a different... <laughs> that's a, a different category of choices. Right. But with those things, um, it wasn't until after I like rolled credits on the episode when I realized, wow, I'm kind of out of my comfort zone here. I'm, I'm being way more aggressive in aggro than I typically am in these games. I wonder mm-hmm. why that is. And I guess you know I don't what? really know... Other than, like, Javi has more reason to put it all on the line than anyone ever has before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm playing him differently. So I guess that's a strength of the episode. And I think that's kind of um, centered on the fact that, yeah, I, I went ahead and I killed Conrad. Yeah, I did as well. Um, you know what? I I started playing him a little more aggressive, but then backed down. <laughs> But not like really, because you killed Conrad at the end. That's that's true, but I, I guess more when Francine is being held hostage. Because before I saw Francine was held hostage, uh, I had Javi be like, Fuck you, you killed my niece, you actual idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that came up and, for me but, too. But then as soon as they brought out Francine and started slicing off her fingers, I was like, whoa, so, okay, cool it. I was just... I was just pretending yeah to me slicing off a finger of a friend did not make me want to calm down (laughs) (laughs) quite the contrary yeah it actually had a a hair raising effect (laughs) instead (laughs) right but it just had me want to be more like okay we don't need to be cutting off any more fingers or killing anyone because so i looked into it on the wiki after this he can just straight up kill her like right there Oh, okay. and just like shoot her in the head if you're if you don't if you're like bad. Huh. Yeah, um, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems like she dies anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I didn't want not want to be the one responsible for her having a gun shot in her head. Yeah, it's a good instinct, I think, in real life to carry that over into. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um. Well, that's this yeah. bit episode, I think. Yeah, it's it's kind of a complicated one to figure out how I feel about it. Because I, I feel like the bad stuff I felt in the last episode, just the been there, done that, just feels even stronger here. Like, yeah. you, you just knew where it was going to go the whole way. But I still like these characters. I do want to see where this story... I want to make sure that these characters get out okay. I don't want any I don't want any more people to die. I don't want Kate to die. It sounds like it's leading up to her dying. But, it does feel uh, that way, yeah. 
I kind of get the feeling, and I could be 100% Wait, don't you know? This. Haven't you played the end of this? I don't remember anything about this season. Okay, okay. I don't remember... Like, as I play through, I'm kind of remembering. Like, just the episodes as I play, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember that. But completely blank on what happens going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, But I could see it being like a like if they're saying she's gonna die this early on in the season i could see it being like oh i guess she pulled through yeah yeah uh i mean i i could see it go i could see kate go either way because i i do think they're trying to square javi with david um yeah and, and kate could be an important part of that conflict or she could be removed to focus the story more on the conflict uh so that yeah that could go either either direction i could see that happening um yeah i I just don't think it's quite like 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 everyone is saying like oh no she's gone already bro she's it's basically only a matter of time yeah it does seem like she would have already gone if that was the thing Um, yeah or while they were telling me to like i should be kneeling right now uh at the very end of the episode the the new frontier tells mm-hmm. everyone to kneel down and i'm like i'm holding a person can i can you give me an exception for the kneeling thing or have a person take this person um and i did decide to kneel down i felt like in me like lying kate down she was gonna zombie up right then and there and bite my hand or something Ooh. like that because of right. like how prone I was and how close to death she was. But now that David's like right here and I'm, she's probably going to get a lot more real medical care. Um, I, I could see her not dying anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the, the whole core of the deal really feels like we're exploring how Clementine is changing via this external source so like even though we are javi as a protagonist player character um i i mean i still don't think it's about him so every moment we're we're spending with javi um i guess i shouldn't feel this way i guess i should feel like it's possible that we're gonna feel more like javi's the main character but i don't um so like i still feel like clementine is the main character so while we're dealing with Javi's weird family squabbles, it I, I guess the, the the cynical part of my game playing mind is we're kind of wasting this Clementine time by focusing on Har- uh, Javi right now. That feels a and, little tough. And I I think that's why this season isn't seen as favorably as uh, the others by some people is you do feel like, well, why am I not just with Clementine this whole time? Yeah. Why am I with these randos? And I, I think my opinion is, I, I think it can just be both. I think both can be main characters. You can, can. have yeah. Javi's, you can have Javi's story and you can have Clementine's story. And I, I, I think that's fine. I think they can be. I just, I don't see that as currently what's happening. Um, but I get that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it also comes down to how invested you are in these characters too. And like, I really, I do really like Javi and his family and what they have going on. So for me personally, I'm taking it as, okay, this story is about Javi and his family, but Clementine is there and 
what happens to her is what's going to be what carries over. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that is literally what it is, but I also think that, um, the thematic importance of what's happening, it's not just the fact that the Clementine stuff is what's going to carry over. It's that like the Clementine stuff is the framing of what's important here. Um, right. Even within just this season, um, seeing her change and seeing her go through this stuff by virtue of what she does when put into a situation like this new family dynamic in which like hey young girl was just killed so like there's an opening uh <laughs> she could <laughs> assimilate in and, and like have more of a life and at this point she might be so far gone in terms of the ability to just live a regular life like that that this is what we're watching we're watching her being given an opportunity and, and uh i mean i i'm pretty sure that by the end of the season she's going to not permanently join up with javi's family and uh, right we'll see how that goes then but yeah that's that's kind of how I, I i see the larger narrative movement here going there's a lot of airplanes I outside my apartment today they're, they're trying to hear they're trying to hear us record yeah do you think they like the show yeah, <laughs> they're coming down to hear, like, every, like, five-minute word you say. Yeah, I feel like every time I start talking about them, they leave, making me sound dumb. But maybe that's because they can tell that we're talking about them, and they're getting a little... <laughs> no, I, I swear, guys, it was an airplane. <laughs> it was a different like, airplane, sh- wasn't it? <laughs> sure, Mitchell. There's always an airplane. Uh, so, next week, we're going to be talking about The Expanse Episode 2 which I think should be out to people who pre-ordered on the day that this episode of the podcast comes out. It isn't out for us right now, but maybe I think it should be by then. Um, So we'll see you then. Dustin, got any expanse thoughts you want to throw in? Um, It's a video game we're playing. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Have a great summer, everybody. Have a great summer, everybody.